0: welcome to psychotherapy i am your host jet dunlap we are entering episode 29 it's been a long time we've been doing this together unless you're listening to this for the first time in which case welcome i have an episode for your listening pleasure that is another i mean you're thinking jet you had the two guest episodes and uh (laughs) i don't know i kind of wanted you all to myself Well, don't worry, my little pretties. You'll have just the two of us soon enough. Don't worry. It'll just be us and candlelight and a nice non-alcoholic beverage soon enough. But for this one, we have Gina this episode. Why is Gina on this episode? After you already had guests, maybe people don't have as big a problem with guests as I do. Do I have a problem? Maybe. Who knows? Gina is on this episode for two reasons. One, I can't say no to her in most cases. She is... Gorgeous. Go to her Instagram page, Miss Gina Dunlap. The reason I mentioned that is not promotional purposes, because only one of you out of every hundred will do it. It's because I want you to see that objectively, my wife is hot. Not just like, oh, my wife is beautiful in her own way. No, not, not with this lady. She's just, she's just a smoke show. That's one. Number two, I wanted you to get this show from the very beginning to be in the linear process that it exists for me. I want it to be authentic. And for it to be authentic, I want you to hear what I'm going through mentally after I have a guest. Why is that important? Because this show is for the people who have these insecurities, who have this little voice in their head that keeps saying things that are contrary to what they want to do in life. And by having a review of the episode I just did, you get to hear what problems I had with opening my little show to someone else. We are little animals, you know, depending on what your beliefs are. And when our little experience, our little homeostasis gets interrupted by another animal, we get a little weirded out. Most of us. Probably the people listening to this. And I go through that. And I use Gina as a wonderful, beautiful sounding board to what's going on on that. And she just showed up and I couldn't tell her to leave for the reason I told you that was number one. I hope you are ready for an amazing show. Episode 29, buckle your safety belts, put on your blast goggles, because here it comes right now. So I feel unburdened now, I uh, not to say that a guest is a burden because of course they're not, I mean they are, but uh, I feel less so today because, God sarn it, sometimes I can be a grumpy Gus, there I said it, and was a bit of a grumpy Gus yesterday because my technology was not working to the level that I expected to think audio, you know it's easy, you just turn it on and off and there it goes. Gina is here with us today. She was originally going to be someone who was going to be with us more often, but um she she comes as the wind blows. She does what she wants. And when I told her I want her to be, you know, the co-host, she said, "Oh, okay, I'll be down there." And 26 episodes later, it wasn't happening. So, welcome, Gina.
1: Thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: yes, it's <laughs> You live locally? So I figured your commute wasn't so bad. You
1: know, it's a bit of a schlep all yeah. the way across the yard. So you're exactly. lucky to have me. <laughs> thank you for
0: the use of Yiddish. I was letting you listen to the podcast today, the one we did last time. And uh, what did you think of it?
1: I liked it. I it, I mean, it was something different. It was uh, or something different.
0: Yeah. The, Zima? Uh-huh. Great. Thank you. Uh- <laughs> Is this just for radio? You're going to start busting out your phrases and Well, I know Zimas. you like that phrase. Yeah, I do.
1: It was something, a departure from the usual, which is kind of refreshing. Every once in a while you get... You but ten- not
0: showering is a departure from the usual, too. So departure from the <laughs> usual is not always the best thing.
1: You have a tendency to get kind of heavy in your episodes, depending on how you're feeling. And right. if you're the only person talking and you're in a depressed state, you're just going to spiral downward.
0: (laughs) Thank you. That feels like something that should have come in in the first episode so that people could have been prepared for that as opposed to now.
1: So even though it was more heavy as far as subject matter, talking about addiction, the fact that it was conversational and you can kind of bounce off of someone else made it feel a little bit lighter and less of like a morality tale or something where you...
0: There's a lot of digs on my regular show here. No. I know you're not a fan uh, <laughs> of me. I don't mean the show. I, I think I think we're talking about myself, of course.
1: No, I I think that it's a good thing to have a guest occasionally. Right. So that you could just have a different perspective or kind of go beyond yourself and get different points of view. And also if you just happen to be doing a lot of stuff <laughs> at home,
0: you're vigorously combing our dog's tail right now, and don't worry, our dog is here too. She, it's not like she just has the tail with her.
1: She's sitting on my lap. She's you're stroking
0: now. her like you have some kind of uh, spectrum uh, abilities here, and I don't mean the gym. Maybe you can uh, stop stroking your dog for a second, there, Doctor Evil. I think because it's your show,
1: it makes me a little nervous. Oh, of course. And you're st- yeah being in
0: front of me. I mean, you're in front of the jet. Dunlap. <laughs>
1: No, it's more so that when we talk, usually we're facing the TV or... Right. We could do that if you want. We're just hanging out casually at home in our living area. But here you're staring straight at me and it's a little disarming.
0: I'm looking at you like per conversation. It's not like I'm just sitting here staring at you. Well, you know, I don't know if the whole episode is going to be about my recap of the... uh, of the last episode where we had a guest but it is interesting when i'm working on myself and gina can attest to this or disagree with me which would be great when i'm working on myself such as sobriety fitness health or even business i try and retreat i try and stay away from the humans because it's just that in focusing on myself i don't want any outside distractions and then eventually What started is something to put me in a state where I could be, uh, it's positive to focus on yourself, right? When you're trying to get healthy or anything like that. What ends up happening after that is I have a very difficult time transitioning into, okay, you've made strides. Okay, you're not the person you were two years ago. Now it's okay to enter back into the world. I don't really try and do that. I mean, that was one of the bigger problems with my first round of sobriety was the six years I I didn't really see anyone.
1: I think some of that is just the changing your your activities and your habits and it's difficult you talked about it with Michelle having to do with alcoholism and, and becoming sober and still keeping those the same people the same friends that you've surrounded yourself with if they're not doing the same kind of things you are then it can be a little frustrating right. because you see that difference and, and there's more of a, a chasm between the way that you're living your life and the way that they're living their lives think that's the same thing with with diet or exercise or just different lifestyles. And you seem to see yourself drifting further apart from certain people and then more toward others.
0: The more towards others is that my strongest relationship, my friend Rich, who has been a friend of mine for a long time, but we talk to each other constantly. call him my Hank Mardukas, for those of you who are big fans of I Love You Man what was it called it was with i think it uh, was i love you man with uh, love and, yeah 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 uh-huh. and, yeah and hank mardukas was the father's best friend when he says do you have a best friend he answered really quickly he's like we talk to each other three times a week that's how rich and i we talk to each other almost every day he lives in Marietta, and even though he's my closest friend we talk to each other all the time we never see each other and that's wonderful for both of us because we joke about the fact that we don't need to physically see each other to enjoy each other's company but i know that it is or i believe it here, here's where i start backtracking I, w- I would say that most people would say, in a health professional kind of mindset, that the detachment from human connections is not positive. I do like them to an extent, right? But I like them on my terms, when I want them, and I want it to end. One of the reasons I'm okay with public speaking, one of the reasons I'm okay with you know going forward doing comedy, is that there's an exchange, there's a period for it, it's, and it's scheduled and it's over. It's
1: on your schedule, exactly. Right. Well, that's why you and Rich have such a great relationship because you see each other maybe at a bit like he was at your 40th birthday party right through. Yeah. And I think but before that was like a wedding. Before that was probably our wedding. Yeah. <laughs> um, Two years prior. But you, Jet talks to Rich probably a couple times a week. Sometimes More than that almost every day. Sometimes it seems day. almost yeah. daily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, but that works out because they they're able to talk about the things that they're really into, but then they have their separate lives. You know, Rich has his family. He has his job. He has all those things. Well, it's also
0: he can do it in conjunction. So he'll call me while he's working.
1: That's what I mean. It doesn't get in the way of the other things he has going on. That really works for both of you. And that's one of the reasons podcasting works for you so well, because you can do it on your schedule entirely when you want to. And then not do it when you aren't ready to do it.
0: Well, society says, though, that I should hang out with the humans. One of the examples of complete and utter discomfort of mine is what happened with Michelle after the show. Michelle. (laughs) Michelle was done with the show and she's like, oh, let's hang out. And hanging out for me. It's not Michelle. I love Michelle. She's a wonderful woman. Anyone. Who decides to stay over and then she stayed for dinner. We've probably had, a in, as an individual, like one person. I don't know if we've ever had a single person come over and stay for dinner.
1: I, I can remember. Now. Yeah,
0: so I get fussy. I I don't care who it is. I mean, I'm a den animal. I like to be in my little den and have my private food and, and stay away. And, and when that happens, it really, it gets to me, man. I, I, I get weirded out.
1: Well, that's part of your habit. And my habit. <laughs>
0: well, you're more congenial toward it. You're you're definitely more... It doesn't phase you the way it phases me.
1: Right. But I could see where I could allow it to, and I consciously work against that. Well,
0: it's not like I said to her, get out of here, you hill beast. <laughs> I didn't say that. I mean, I, of course, hill beast was the first thing that came <laughs> to me, but... Uh... I wasn't obviously I know how to be an adult and you know, for a long time. I'm not saying I was tempted to start screaming and throwing shit. I- I'm just saying that it is not my normal mode. A lot of people will do something that's out of the ordinary, but it's still pleasant. For me, things that are out of the ordinary that are Feel to me intrusive, even though they're not. She wasn't. Weirds me out. Like I just it throws off my cycle, and I know that's not good because one of the things that happens to people in general, not just people who have made radical changes in their life, like a person who's become sober, but people in general is they become more removed Mm -hmm. as they get older, and they get more set in their ways. (laughs) Now I've been like that since I was eighteen.
1: Well, I think that especially at home, we're in such a pattern of okay, we do the things that we need to do, or that we. End up wanting to do throughout the day and then at a certain point we get home i make dinner or you know provide food of some sort and then we
0: you make dinner or provide food of some sort this is good radio because
1: sometimes i'll pick it up units of energy (laughs) i won't necessarily make it always okay um but then we we settle in we watch a program we talk about it and discuss as we're watching get on our phones etc that's such a comfortable mode to be in so whenever there's something that takes us out of that, I think it's like a disruption in the equilibrium for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a disruption. I'm just trying to think of, I mean, for me too, it it works outside of the house too. If I have an opportunity to go somewhere, I'm going to fight it till I have to do it. And then I'm going to do it, but I'm going to leave as soon as I can without being rude. And if I have to be rude too, that's fine. I don't care. I got to go. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I think that it is something that, if you talk to someone who just isn't the know, it's one of those things that you're not supposed to give into that impulse of, mm-hmm. you know, you're not supposed to can get used to retreating.
1: I think that some of that makes sense because what we have a tendency to do is we fall into that habit and then doing simple things like going to the movies or deciding, okay, well, this day of the week, we are putting it on the schedule. We are going to go out to a comedy club or whatever. We have those plans, but because we're just so comfortable doing the things that we do and we enjoy it so much um, that we go, well, maybe we'll do that another night. I
0: think my level of enjoyment is simply based on the fact that something else is less enjoyable. More to the fact that anything else would make me less comfortable and have to look for parking and do a thing and talk to someone. But for you, I don't think it's as much of a core component in your personality. I think it's just that you're used to it because with your husband. I often like to play the mental experiment of you being with someone else. I think that you're just influenced by me. I don't think that naturally you're antisocial.
1: I think I'm... Are
0: you getting away from the microphone more and more on purpose? No. Okay. I... Are you <laughs> retreating? Gina has like a... It looks like a Death Star because it's the the blue snowball. So it's floating right in front of her right now. But uh, go ahead. Come on in.
1: I think that I'm limitedly... You Also,
0: do you realize that you're looking the opposite way of the microphone when you talk?
1: You know, we were listening to the last episode with Michelle because you wanted my in- input on it. Right and uh i just can't stand my voice (laughs) oh really i'm not Uh, even trying to but I'm. what do you think you're getting away with not hearing
0: your voice or something like that when you're further away it's gonna be a whisper in the dark they'll just think i'm talking to myself
1: i think i'm just more aware not of my voice by itself but my laughs or my breathing and that being picked up
0: that's incredible you're so sweet you're so cute
1: i'm just self-conscious
0: i listen to myself after i'm done speaking after i'm done editing and i just i, I couldn't enjoy it more I, know. I don't i don't know if it's the that i like my voice i mean since i first heard it when i was a kid i was like oh yeah that nasally son of a bitch that's the guy i want to hear forever i think it's just moreover that yeah i'm fine with it i'm okay with it and, and your voice is fine i did say that you sounded like a 600 pound wrestler today when you were yes. saying michelle had a pretty voice mm-hmm. but uh if you see gina on social media, Gina Dunlap, Miss Gina Dunn on Instagram, is that what it is, um, Miss Gina Dunlap? Yes. Miss Gina Dunlap. Uh, you'll see that she is clearly a 600-pound wrestling man. Well,
1: you know, I, I did get my weight down recently. Yeah, so. this is
0: slightly to 500. But you shouldn't be embarrassed about your voice. Listen to what I just did, and I'm OK with myself.
1: It's not so much the voice by itself. It's what <laughs> I have to contribute, because you're such a good natural, I mean, it's developed but you're right. such you a good right you said good you're such a good storyteller uh-huh. um, and you have a a rhythm don't forget handsome <laughs> <laughs> handsome storyteller a, <laughs> a handsome voice um, no no definitely not okay i'm ahead. speaking about right your manner of speaking sure by itself is you have a lyrical quality you have a good rhythm to your voice and um you know obviously your sense of humor and let me just lavish yeah, you yeah. With more you, praise. can i tell you
0: that nothing this never <laughs> happens if i get a seasonal compliment from gina it's more like yeah you're fine you're well, better now, you're better than no one is now what it's our on Christmas the record yeah that you yeah. get this one for yeah the i year. get this one thing i have to listen to over and over again that makes sense a lot of my friends who i actually won't name Like Chris Coy. I I just won't do it because (laughs) that would be mean. He keeps his other friends separate because I do have a dominating presence. And that's been the case since we were kids. I don't think it's as much now. We just don't see each other because we're busy. But I I know what you mean. But I don't think about that. Uh, Michelle had no problem walking over every single thing I said. (laughs) Jesus, Michelle.
1: (laughs) Well... And I think that- Don't you
0: want to be a guest now (laughs) after I trash my friends?
1: I think that's a good lesson for you. We talked about this earlier in the car when I was listening to some of the last episode with Michelle. I think that that helps you grow a little bit because-
0: Specifically, what do you mean? Realizing that it's hard for me to have someone else talk over me?
1: Well, just that with your show, because- You've been on your own and it's been completely within your control. You've been able to become a bit of a control freak. This is a way to kind of open up the show so that when you do have someone who wants to participate, you know what comes with it as far as what you need to inform them about. Right. um, There would have been like a
0: show prep deck thing if it wasn't for the fact that I was having so many technical difficulties because Mm -hmm. I did intend on having... But, you know, what you used to do when you produced my interview show, The Battle of the Bands thing, is that you would have the guest come on. You'd be like, this is what Jet's going to ask. This is what he's going to say. Have this story ready. Explain how you got here. That makes sense. And it's not because of Michelle or anyone else. We know after you've been around for seeing me interview hundreds and hundreds of people. Most people, when they get on the mic, even if they're singers or performers or actors, they don't know what to say in an improv situation. Sure.
1: Yeah, it's a learning experience.
0: Yeah, I learned my lesson.
1: And you'll never have a guest again.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll keep all those guests away. What are you trying to do over here? You're, you're looking with your eyes. Are you looking at the dog. No, the
1: dog. Oh, in my okay. Lap. You're
0: looking to the chair next to you. No, I
1: was
0: just. Uh, oh, you're gonna get some water. Have some water. Yeah, feel free. Gina's put a fridge down here now too with beverages, so okay. it's a very nice place to not be invited to. Well,
1: I'm encouraging future guests.
0: <laughs> so if Gina starts producing it though, that will happen. That's what happened with the last show. Is uh-huh. you were able to make sure that they got filtered. Now, what was I going to say? So when you start, I'm, you know, now that we're talking, I'm thinking about it. If you were to start producing it again, like you did before, I think that the guest thing would be fine. It's just to understand. And one of the things that I'm protective of, right. And, and rightfully so is that, and you'll understand this. God, how many times do I have to say you'll understand this? Can you guys just understand that she'll understand? And I can stop saying that. Okay, good. You'll under, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, so if I had a team and I just came in or I sit down and I'm done if and then I ho- go.
1: If we had hot topics.
0: Hot topic, like the place in the mall.
1: Yeah, like I if we only appears. talked about hot topic. hot
0: topic. Like yeah, yeah the fact like that what you...
1: their new products are. Right, right,
0: right. Get some Rick and Morty shirts or uh-huh. something. Yeah. Yesterday, one of the hardest parts about the show was that I came into it with a certain level of nerves, frazzled because I was so upset from what was going wrong. you oh, know? yeah.
1: Because you worked, you were trying to figure out the mic problem for probably a good two hours right. before Michelle got here. And I know you strongly wanted to cancel because you were so frustrated. And so that probably put you in a weird headspace. And then I stayed down here, which I probably no, should have No, you done. should
0: have. It's fine. It, the, the reason that it was weird that you were there and I said Gina snuck in or Johnny come lately or something like that on the last episode is just because Gina likes to be the wild card with me. And it's usually when it has something, when it's something like this, she had said she wasn't going to be on it. Gina's like, yeah, I'm here now well one of the things that michelle said yesterday and am i pointing at you
1: i also just had caffeine so that's, that's probably why did you have a
0: caffeine pill
1: no i had a yes yes i had you nutcase! Like
0: yes. yeah no wonder you're like a nervous hummingbird <laughs> i An- was
1: just so tired i, so
0: I know much. we were both tired but now look at you you nutcase and, and the funny thing is, and you know this, the crazy, crazy, crazy Michelle interview that I left where yeah. I just put my phone on where she's talking about ghosts and stuff like that. We haven't even aired that yet. That's that's going to be a, in, in the future. One. Yeah, it is very fun. It's a very fun subject. And yeah, I mean, even this episode, I always worry, what is this brand? What is it I'm doing? But I think that, I mean, one of my favorite podcasts, the first podcast I ever got into was Bill Burr. The first time that I even admitted that I liked stand-up, because I always hated stand-up. I did stand-up for a minute when I was in college. I liked improv more. The first time I ever saw stand-up and said, this guy's good is Bill Burr. And this guy just, on his podcast, when he doesn't talk about sports or his damn, what is it, the green egg, that that smoker, he talks Uh about that for hours. When he doesn't do that, he just talks about nothing. I mean, for the most part. And it's still great. So I think that, you know, I can do that going forward. It doesn't have to always be this... And I knew that would happen. I knew it was going to be substantive, substantive. What did I say that?
1: Substantive.
0: Substantive, substant Sub- substantive. I knew it was going to have. I knew it was going to be heavy on the substance. No, no, <laughs> not alcohol, not drugs. No, it was going to be heavier at the beginning because I wanted you to understand who I was, where I'm coming from, and my circle. So it's like here's the backstory. It's almost like the uh, origin story, right? So this is the origin story then it's going to be more current. Then it's going to be talking to you about what we're going through or what's going on in our regular life. And not going through isn't a negative thing, but just life, right? Sure. And that'll be okay because you have the backstory. You'll remember I said I wanted it to play like an album. I figured that out by like episode 15. I want it to be, if you go to the beginning, you're going to be able to actually hear my progression. You know, I'm not as polished in episode one as I'm in 10 and I'm not as good in 10 as I am in 20. Yeah,
1: you're, it's a process and you're figuring it out and deciding where you want to go with it. And it's always going to be that way. Yeah. It's always going to be evolving.
0: And you know me being a guy who loves sociology, someone who's a fan of Malcolm Gladwell and the 10,000 hour rule. This is something I've done a lot, you know, if the talk on camera or on a microphone, but I needed to get comfortable in this world. And to, you know, I was just thinking about last night, Gina, is that I've kept a journal forever, you know, since I was 13 years old. I was thinking this feels like it's going to be going towards there. And because i know how to speak narratively and i've got a sense of humor it'll be worth listening to but it's also i think just going to be more autobiographical in the moment not as much backstory
1: and that's much more in alignment with what you're good at with dyslexia and everything writing was difficult so you were doing those things in spite of your disability whereas now you can do the same kind of thing you know putting down your thoughts but instead of having to to concentrate and write it out you can do what comes naturally to you which is talk
0: and there's the message doo, 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 is that I have tried so many things and then stuck with them because and I've talked about this in other episodes because I thought I've started them. And when I started doing essays and Gino's proofing them and we were they were great essays when they came out, but there was a big battle between us.
1: And it took a tremendous amount of time and effort for the end product to be very good. But it, it put a strain on
0: yes, us us. emotionally, right? And it could only be read by a couple of people because people aren't like, oh, I want to read six pages of an essay. If they got into it, they'd like it, but this was something that worked better that I just never started and never thought of. And because I was writing essays, that I was thinking I should write more essays and blah, blah, blah. But it's it's kind of, I think that it's the force through the trees idea. You find a thing, you focus on it, but then maintain that ability to go back in your perspective. You know, go from telephoto to wide angle, look at the field again, pretty regularly because you've changed the circumstances have changed the people have changed and you can maybe see okay well this is the right path in that thing i was creating narrative and i could have done more of it but it was killing us because i'm not naturally a writer
1: and i think you come to that realization you have in the past a few times like we we decided after having long conversations many times before where we went okay you need to do something audio based like we we decided i think it was probably a year or two ago we're like you should start a podcast and then there were other times (laughs) where we decided stand up is it yeah Yeah, that's what you naturally excel at it still is and it makes the most sense why have we not thought about this before isn't
0: it amazing though i mean the cliches end up being cliches for a reason because someone who's run into that before has had the same experience we are
1: but what it is is that life gets in the way, as cliche as that sounds. Yeah. Because you're looking for the thing that's going to work and you're looking at your life and the opportunities that present themselves to you. And you wanna pounce on those opportunities. So the thing that is logically plays the most to your strengths, you push that aside because you go oh well this is a new opportunity right. maybe i can utilize this. i
0: also think i'm already good at that why would i focus on it which yeah. is ridiculous that's also a personality type i'm a person who likes to attack weakness in myself. yeah you, you know, like to my st-
1: strive for the thing that you aren't naturally or that is more difficult to get yourself because to. the challenge is
0: exciting for me right yeah and that's just be that's nature and nurture so thank you so much for being on today gina i know you have a very busy schedule it's hard to lock you down mm-hmm. but uh, i appreciate you coming out and i hope that you continue to do this as a co-host in the co-host capacity you think you don't look crazy stroking your dog like that <laughs> <laughs> you, you This
1: know? is part of my schedule is petting to take a dog. picture of
0: you right now this is going to be the, the show picture she okay just,
1: she's become the little co-host she loves yeah, being down let here see you. let me see you. yeah you know I'll, I'll pop up from time to time throw you off your game
0: Yeah, that's what you're here for. She'll never tell me when she's going to come. She's just going to tell me, you know, she's just going to show up without any kind of warning. So thank you, Gina. I appreciate it. I have no idea who this is for, but if it's for you, good. That worked out. You walked into the right shop. I am Jet Dunlap. This was Psychotherapy. I will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. You can go ahead and say something too. Go ahead. No? Wait. (laughs) Okay. Let that serve as your exit. Okay. Thanks a lot.